The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Broadway Media, Exactware, The Salt Lake Tribune, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Hey, thanks for listening. You have chosen wisely, GeekShowPodcast.com. Hey, be sure to thank our sponsors that help buy our booze. PC laptops can fix any brand of PC and give you a free diagnostic and virus malware scan. You can find them at PCLaptops.com. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, 2043 East 3300 South. They are open seven days a week. Your hold is free and gives you a 10% discount off purchases over $20. Cabin Fever in historic Trolley Square. From meek to freak to geek, gift giving is now easy for the weirdo on your list. Cabin Fever. And Salt Lake Comic Con. We'll be recording three shows in front of a live studio audience, one each day of the con, September 4th, 5th, and 6th. Tickets and info at saltlakecomiccon.com. And Atomic Arcade, classic arcade games at classic prices. Go see them, 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday, downstairs from Cruiser's Bar. And be sure to let our sponsors know that they have chosen wisely. When you visit them, tell them Geek Show says hey. It's the kind of fan that I hate. He says things to them like, there you go, slant eyes. I don't understand why my beard looks like shit. He's hung like kryptonite. Well, well, vagina's almost as interesting as Star Wars. Almost. I wish there was a way to bring everyone's level down at once. Are they going to be crying into their copies of Splinter the Mind's Eye? Oh, Superman! What? I love it. I love it. Yeah. Who would buy a yellow DeLorean? Oh, if you, you know, hate hipsters as I much do. as I do. GeekShowPodcast.com and welcome back to the basement. Yeah. yeah. Wahoo. Woo. Wahoo. Wahoo. Wah. Hey. No, that's, um, that's wrong. That's wrong. It's Haru. Yeah. No. No. Wahoo. Nothing. I know. I, I, oh, I know. Work. I know. We've been focus grouping this new exclamation of joy thing, uh-huh. and I just don't think that. Yeah. I think Waha is going to catch on. Waha. Oh, no. Oh. I've been told that we giggle too much. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, how's it going? Good to be back, Good to be back here in the basement. <laughs> All right. That's no giggle. That's not a giggle. That's a that's a, a that's chortle. That's what you're supposed to do. I'm, that's a chortle. I'm trying to get a job. Cackle. cackle? Yeah. Kind of hey, cackle. Yeah. You got to <laughs> if you want to be on cable. Yeah, it's going to be a day. It's going to be a Really? Steppenwolf. Really <laughs> Let's go check in with Jimmy the Retard, the stunt boy out on the bridge. What's going on, Jimmy? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying, man. <laughs> the boys were on the radio all week, so they're... Back to some Aerosmith! Yeah! <laughs> they're, they're kind Dude of, looks like a lady. They're kind of in the mood. <laughs> All right, let's introduce... It's 218 here in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> 72 a, degrees outside, oh, a little rainy. It's a waning crescent, son. Wait, what? Oh, God. Oh, hey, no. Carrie, <laughs> how about, uh, how about we, we put him through the part of radio they didn't get to see? Which, which part? Uh, afterwards, yeah. when the program director brings you in and makes you listen to the show <laughs> for an hour, sometimes three, and I tells listen, you everything you did... No. They, it's it's this great little thing. I can't remember what what it was called. Uh, well, well, we called it an air check session. An air check. Yes, that's exactly well, what uh, it is. I do that every that week happened. before I push the show out. That happened to us while we were there, Lee. <laughs> yeah, you, did, did the PD grab? Oh, Nukem dragged us in there, and he was just like, 
listening. It was just like aces, guys. <laughs> really? Like he had, really? He just he took he took out his checkbook and just signed it and said whatever you want. Yeah, and he's wow. and crying. I've never seen anything yeah. like, I, like I really. <laughs> it was weird. I really felt like we did something. Yeah. Even and, his mohawk cried. So I, I did. I didn't realize he was PD again. Yeah. yeah. Yes, wow, that's wow. fantastic. Yeah. All right. Let's introduce the panel. It's two nineteen here in the basement. <laughs> Oh, say say two nineteen in the morning. It's two nineteen a.m. in the morning. That's my favorite radio gaga. A.m. in the morning. Uh, two two nineteen in the a.m. in the morning. I would fire any DJ who said a.m. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Just because he probably can't dress himself. Jimmy Martin, everyone. How you doing? Hi. Yeah. You can see Jimmy on the TV. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday, KUTV Channel Two, CBS Number One. Eat it. <laughs> you got a new addition to the family. You want to talk about the new addition to your family? New addition to my family. Yeah, I met it today. I met him today. Who? Little Roomba. Oh yeah, Roomba. He's got a Roomba. He's got a Roomba. You got a robot butler? Yeah. Yesterday, uh, as you're listening to this, yesterday we talked about back to school gadgets, and so I sent out a, a plethora of emails, and they said, uh, "Yeah, like iRobot, like we'll, we'd love to be involved." And I was like, "Sure." And they're like, "Well, how do you want to spend this thing?" I go, "I I got the perfect story. When I was 19, I got an apartment. When I was in college, I lived there for two years. I didn't own a vacuum cleaner." Ooh. Ugh. I was a dirty bastard. Yeah. Did you like like I was wondering about your carpet? Did like did it get so hard that like cut your feet? No, ooh, 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 ooh. No, no. But you could you could swipe your hand on it. <laughs> just grow. It would just, and it would just poof. It would just like into move. Yeah, you could like write your name in the carpet. It would stay. You could kneel on it, and all of a sudden you'd be like in a cloud. It was amazing. So a Roomba vacuums for you while you're gone, right? Yeah, or yeah. While you're there that freaks me out. With, with the Aero Force cleaning artificial system. intelligence. That, I love it. The it singularity's coming, man. It can't talk. It's gonna like it's gonna like, not yet. It's gonna well, roll up my bed and just hold a knife to my throat. Mackenzie, <laughs> it just it bumps into shit and then goes the other way. That's it's how just, it's it's intelligent as those cars we have. Didn't you learn we anything kids. from Mad Men? It doesn't take intelligence to vacuum. <gasps> oh, oh, it Gee, takes a woman. Her. Just kidding. And speaking I can of, say that. It's going to get it. Mackenzie has joined us. Hello. Feel free to throw things at him. Just oh yeah, no, I'm uh, not to hit me. I'm finding stuff right now. Pancakes and Uh, bacon and toast. (laughs) What else are you cooking? Sandwiches. He's he's gone crazy with all that radio money. Turkey pot pies. (laughs) Yes, I am Mackenzie. People call me Mac. You will find me at Comic Con dressed as Emma Frost. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I got my uh, hair lightened and everything. Nice. Well, the challenge accepted because I'm dressing as Emma Frost like, too. Uh oh, <laughs> like it's a frost new Emma off. Frost with the with the. Whoa! Oh, you gotta do it right. Yeah, I don't know. She's she's actually rather tastefully covered anymore. Well, that's what I'm going for. You're, you're going for the right, new- just just kind of slutty enough, you know, to mm. intrigue, but not too much. You Boring. Know what I'm saying? Appreciate no, you. No. That's All right. Nice try, Mac. Two twenty-two. <laughs> so you're saying that you're not going to pull your dick out during an ice bucket challenge, <laughs> which was what Jimmy speaking was going to do. Not speaking of. Speaking of, <laughs> the man who pulled his dick out during the ice bucket oh, challenge. Hi, everybody. It was an accident. I promise you, it was. If you watch the tape, it was acid. The look, acid. On, his, the look on his face right before he says, "Did my penis come out?" Yeah. Acid. <laughs> ask Sarah. Ask everybody that was there. It was a pure accident, promise you. There was not a lot of thinking going on because there was not a lot. Of there thinking. was he did pull down his pants apparently so they wouldn't get wet, but then he failed to kick them aside, so they just got <laughs> wet lower <laughs> than they would have had he not pulled them down. I like how you've studied this tape more than I. Have. No, I didn't. I haven't. <laughs> we I haven't looked at it. You do it. We watched it from the. Well, I was going to say I haven't two, looked at it once. I watched you do it. Two things. You've been offered money for the uncensored one. Yes. Second thing. Take it. Take the money. There's it's, there's one of my interns. I won't say which one, but she 
smiled the entire rest of the day after helping you. Fantastic. Uh, helping. Well, there's only two to choose from, so it's probably easy. Well, two and a half, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, if you think about it. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, I have a show uh, September 27th. Um, at Wise Guys, I'll be doing two shows that night. Please come check me out. Actually, come check us out. Some of the uh, we haven't determined who, but there are. Uh, there'll be it'll be kind of a geek show party. So uh, come out and see us, and then come see us at Comic Con because we're going to be the shit. And at the end of the show, we'll uh, if you could look that up, uh, find out the room number. At least. Well, I'll give you it right now. We have that because we're recording three shows. Before we get done with the introduction. Oh, okay. All right. I'll get it for you. Follow me on Twitter at TokenJ. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Scott Pierce is here. Yo. At Scott D. Pierce on the Twitter. Click on it and read his stuff. That's ultrib.com. Thank you. All right. <laughs> also also doing fantasy picks, I think. Yeah. No, no. Looking, trying to see what day of the week. Are you September studying my 20- video again? I want to see what day your show is. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a Saturday. It's a it's Saturday. Saturday. I mean, that's probably it's not three good. days before my birthday. Yeah. All right. Got it. It's uh, you got 24 our, days. I got the room my... already. You got our schedule? Yeah. God, Jimmy Martin's so good. There you go. He's good. Uh, we'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Same time, 6.50 p.m. 6.50. 50. 50. In room 255F. 55. 255F at 250. Yep. At 650. 650. 255. Yeah. I thought it, en- it ends at 650. It starts at 6. 650. 650. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, 6. Starts at 6. That's what I thought. It confuses me because they, they did this row where the, where the panel ends, and it confuses the hell of me. Sorry. It's oh, 6 it, o'clock. 6 o'clock. Okay. At 255F. They told me that yesterday. I don't know why they made this like random column of when it's going to end because it'll never end on any of those times. No. Well, and and the thing is too, just uh, there were some people that that tried to see us last year that couldn't get in because the room was too small. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was a room that was yeah. 110 seats. And we are got, now in 280. Yeah. yeah. So bring everyone. People. Bring your yeah. family. Bring the, bring motherfuckers you don't even like. Excuse me, mother enthusiasts you don't even <laughs> Thank like. Thank you. I will. Yeah. I mean, it's going to happen. That's 280 right. seats, and I think there's still standing room. So we'll, we'll probably look at about 300. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, room 255F. The F is for Six fantastic. Six. Six p.m., not 650. All right. Lee George Cade. Hi. Hi. It's so nice to see you again. Fresh. Yeah, fresh. Uh, there's so much that you can come see me do. Seriously. Uh, like what? Tell us. Uh, you can come watch me cook, which is what? fantastic. It's very entertaining because I light things on fire, mostly me. Uh, but that's at Fresh Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South. Sweet. Duo one and uh, want to make City. you some fantastic nachos and yes, it's in Salt Lake City because you. opening one in Orm would be stupid. Yeah. Um, and then uh, of course, I check out my website lgk.com and that's full of artsy stuff and you can get a preview of what's coming up for Comic Con. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You and Mrs. Martin are going to have. Yeah, a booth. there's going to be lots of screaming and high kicking. Yeah. So. Yay! Go get his nachos. Yeah, I'll be sur- I'll be drawing pictures of nachos during Comic Con. Will you promise? <laughs> promise me in the face. Edible pictures. Promise all over your face. Scratch and yeah. sniff. Hi, hey buddy, how you doing, Shannon? Oh God, so good. Back at the rewarding job. <laughs> Mopping floors at the Sev. Mopping floors at the Sev. Mopping floors at the Sev. That's gonna be my best. Pay, that pays better. It's good. Oh. Oh. It's good it's to true. have you. Good to have you. Yeah. Designated driver, producer of the program. Hey. Quadruple T. Quadruple T. That's me. Too, Too tall, tall, Trill, Tony. Tony. God, mm. Trill. Yeah. I, I love it. Oh, you got that right. He is still <laughs> Trill. I, I don't I understand. I forgot to mention. Uh, oh. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Not only can you come uh, watch us do our little pub quiz oh. at Lucky 13 every yes. Wednesday, 
uh, 8.30. Uh, Brian and I are going to be doing a special pub quiz Thursday night at Comic-Con. At Salt Lake Comic-Con. I saw that, yeah. yeah. 8.30. Yeah. And we're going to get together tomorrow and try to figure out how we're going to do that. I think it's the same time, not to divide the, the crowd, but I think it's the same time as the panel that you're doing, Carrie, that's like con subjects you can't talk about. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. I kind of want to go see both of them. So. Well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot. I know I'm on a panel with you, Carrie. I, I'm uh, booked for two Podcast. panels at the same time on Saturday. Really? I'm going to do them both. He can. I'll get the axe I'm gonna, out. I'm How are you going to do that? No, I'm going to do the... There's, and what's funny is I, I believe Bill Allred's book for the same two. So it's the Game of Thrones panel and then the Nerds in the News panel. And they're both at the same time with both of us. So funny. I think we should just do them both. That could... Uh, yeah. yeah. I will be a panel crasher. I'm just... Uh, I'll be a panel... Just, cra- just just kicking up open doors and shit. I'm, uh, I think I'm on 12 panels. No, I, I'm I was, only on like eight. I'm on seven. I was on fourteen. Yeah, and man. then my Saturday. Well, you are so much prettier than no, I am. My, so. my Saturday got wiped out. So I'm, I can't, I'm so still because. Yeah, and how did your Saturday get wiped out? I've been invited to go to the Toronto International Film Festival. Look at you, Mister Big Boy Ooh. Movie Critic. Hey, I uh, I'm excited about it because Vice and I worked on this for two years to steal these junkets and uh, steal. It's working. Oh, it, the word is steel. I know. The word is. I'm so a, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm on eight panels, and three of those are the geek show. Mm. I don't know how many I'm on. Yeah, but that's cool, because that, you know, that means what? NapCon. NapCon. Yeah. yeah. I like to take oh, naps. And at the Monaco. At the, at the Monaco. Monaco. I, you know, I'm the, the, call them up. Uh, it's the geek show slash Comic-Con discount. Uh, I believe it goes from Wednesday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, stay with us. No, well, not in the bed with us. That'd be weird. Well, well you, you can know. say in the bed with us. But, uh, yeah, give him a call. Monaco, uh, Salt Lake. Check it out. You can bring your dog. Did you know? You can. You can yeah. bring your dog. I brought my dog there. I'm or, not going to bring my dog. I, can you bring, bring a wallaby dog. there? Yes. yes. No, those things all there, shit in your room. There, <laughs> there's one thing you can't bring. You can't bring an axe murderer, and uh, you also can't do a podcast without a host. Here's our host, Carrie Jackson. <gasps> Look at him go. go. Oh, the Look at him go. That was good, Lee. Took 12 Thank and a half you. minutes. It's 2.28 um, here in the basement. Uh, X96.com, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 is all you need to worry about. All right. I'm going to order a fish this year. A fish? I have one of those, too. Yeah, oh, you, at the Monica? Yeah, I'm going to get a companion fish. They'll, they'll bring you a goldfish. Yeah. If you don't have a pet, they'll yeah. bring you a fish. I'm going to get I'm, a goldfish. Uh, I'm hanging out you alone can do that? for the first two yeah. nights. I did not know that. Yeah. Let's all get a goldfish. And let's see which one. Like, and we'll put them in the same tank and watch them fight. Fight to the death. That's cool. What do they charge you when it dies? a true Deadpool. They don't. They don't charge you if it dies? No. Goldfish costs like 13 cents a piece. Really? I'm going to buy it. I didn't even think that much. Deep fry them. All right. Ooh. Let's see. They're a gamey fish. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Says the vegan. Yeah. I, I haven't always. The only been a fish vegan. He, it's, it's the only one he'll eat. He has a complete weakness for it. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I see a goldfish. I mean, I, that's why I'm kicked out of most pet shops. They've got his picture up at PetSmart. They're like, no. Oh, sad, this fucking no. guy. The sad part is there's like a there's like a little there's a little goldfish tail fin hanging out of my nose. You know, the bastard tried to get away. <laughs> okay. It shouldn't be in your nose. Well, I I was sneezing. He doesn't know how to eat meat. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. I'm out of practice. He just looks at it. He's like, I don't know what to do. I with did you this. put the meat in your nose? <laughs> you know what? Uh, Mr. Like, Luthor? Wait. I don't know why. All of a sudden, it was it's like, sir, stick, get your head out of the tank and step away from the PetSmart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, I can't quit. 
All right. If it was only quinoa. Anyway. Um, Big milestone. James Gunn tweeted this earlier today. Uh Uh-oh. Guardians of the Galaxy is the top summer film in the United States. Nice. Good. Mm. Uh, Just summer or all year? Summer film in the United States, and probably so far all year. Uh, Domestic total, 246 mil. Just past Age of Extinction, the Transformers. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, well, come on, yeah. guys, come on. For, for, now that's North America, okay? I don't give a fuck. At least we're not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Guardians North American Cube will have climbed 251 million or more. It's poised to win the weekend ahead of If I Stay. <laughs> um, I hope so. If, if I, I watch, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a hit girl. Oh, uh, it's like where she's a ghost. She's a ghost. Yeah. On uh, one D contract on Friday, uh, Guardians passed up Maleficent uh, at two hundred thirty-seven million. Uh, until then, the summer's number two title in I North didn't, America. I didn't realize Maleficent made that much money. It did, it did. really well. It was terrible. It's yeah. a snoozer. You're, you're not a single woman over the age of thirty. It's true. That was the demo. He's hoping to be someday. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. Wait, I can't that's, 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 that's the only we'll w- talk about it on KUTV on Sunday morning. <laughs> that's, that's the only way you're getting to the Australia like if, film really, if Jimmy really wanted to get a sex change, he probably could get it for free. He could. <laughs> he could. <laughs> Good. And not only if that, I not, know anybody that could get a sex Not only that, he could get us all sex changes too. <laughs> yep. Be like, Come on, guys. Let's go. Who's in? Who's hey. You guys in? Like, hey. Hey. Jimmy, you have hey. great you cheekbones. You can really you go vagina? for it. Hey. You want a vagina? Orange whip and vagina? Vagi- Orange whip and vagina? I'll yeah. pet. No, no oh. All right, fine. I've grown kind of attached to my, yeah. you know. Why? I mean, I nearly <laughs> lost it at one time, yeah. so I'm, I'm kind of, you know. yeah, you do. X-Men Days of Future Past ranked at number four domestic summer chart. Yeah. Uh, Fox's uh, Dawn of the Apes and Amazing Spider-Man 2 are tied at five. Uh, but th- this is where Age of Extinction leads worldwide. Yeah, the rest of the world is... loves the Transformers. One hundred and five billion. Well, you don't even no, have no, to no, read, no. but no, you don't no. have to read the captions to follow along. One point zero five billion. One point zero five. Yeah, one point zero five billion. Sorry, no one will ever take this movie down. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Avatar. Yep. One point zero five billion. Sorry, uh, uh, Guardians Global to date is uh, four hundred thirty point seven million. Well, here's the thing yeah. about most other places. That I don't, don't give a shit. They don't mind doing something really boring for three hours, like stand in line for water. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me throw up. Paper. Yeah. They're happy to be in the air conditioning. Yeah, stand in line for water. I'm proud that movie made me throw up. I don't care. <laughs> you see what uh, you see what James Gunn uh, did this morning? What's that? He took the uh, instead of his ice bucket challenge, they flipped it. Vin Diesel changed it now, and now now I think we're done with the ice bucket challenge, and now we're going to be starting the plant a tree for Groot challenge. Yep. Uh, that's that's in addition to giving to mm-hmm. ALS. Uh, Patrick Stewart actually finished the ice bucket challenge yeah, yesterday. He finished it. That was good God. because he just sat down with an ice bucket, poured himself a shot of whiskey, wrote a check, had a shot, moved on with his life. Yeah. Moved on. Um, yeah, there's no. He he did the best that way, and Dave Grohl did the the best one the other oh way. Oh my, that one was awesome. It's exactly. like just stop doing them. You're not uh, going to be better than that. Uh, have you guys seen uh, what, our, what our boy Chris Pratt's doing? I mean, he was talking a couple weeks ago about how he stole the Star-Lord costume well, so he could go do well, hospital visits. Yeah. yeah. And uh, lo and behold, we're getting pictures of him hanging out with sick kids in hospitals. Dressed he's been, as, he's been getting yeah. Marvel to actually bring the movie 
to the hospitals the kids can't get out of because mm-hmm. they're too sick. That's rad. And he's just sitting there hanging out with them. He changes into the Star-Lord costume halfway through the movie, and just Star-Lord comes in and hangs out and watches the movie with the kids. Really toys. cool. That is awesome. Just really cool. I'm in love with him. Me hey, too. Check this part Hollywood's out. This is the part where I say him. dick message. <laughs> Hollywood's changed him. Really? Look, I'm such a jerk. Huh? What an asshole. Hope he gets his dick message. Uh, let's see. Since we're on the Marvel subject. Aren't we always? Uh, usually. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of... A, see, there was a big article. I was going to bring it since you, since you said that. Um, because people have been accusing us of, of favoring Marvel. But there was, they're doing it right. <laughs> but there was a big article well, yeah. uh, out there that Marvel is kind of the new Pixar. Yeah, they're able to do movies and Guardians of the Galaxy is so far evidence that aren't just superhero movies. They're they're going to be able to take all of these properties that they have and do different genres of films mm-hmm. successfully. Well, unless I'm mistaken, as Pixar did, Marvel fired out two this summer. How many did DC push out? Oh yeah. So do obviously, to, why the conversation goes towards hey, Marvel? Do we have to talk uh, about I, this? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and and Shannon's gonna agree with me. I will gladly celebrate. A bunch of cool DC movies. Me Glad. too. Yeah, me I would too. be. I would be ecstatic. Lee, I was sitting there in Hall H when they showed uh, yeah. Batman, Superman yeah. on the screen. And I lost my shit. But if they get if their they, fucking shit together, if they both started firing off good movies, I'd probably die. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. I, but, I would love to. But don't fucking attack us for talking about Marvel all the time when yeah. in, a, in, a, in a, the whole year of 2014, yeah. I haven't seen one fucking DC movie. In another year, yeah. maybe we'll. that's all we'll be talking about is DC. Sure. You know, maybe they'll fumble with Ant-Man and Doctor Strange, and I doubt it, but we, maybe they will. <laughs> no, but we, we talk about uh, all DC's animated films, which yeah. are usually pretty I, good. I, I praise them. I think yeah. they're great. Yeah. But uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., okay. Absorbing Man. The dude, Shut up! The dude, Creel? And the Crusher dude, Creel? Crusher yeah. the dude Creel? Is, the dude, yeah. the dude playing yeah. him. Yeah. The dude playing him looks like he's got... He's he's just... He's not just, like, beefy. He, he looks like he has no body fat. He's, he's just Is he bald and you ugly? Said, with yes. You said yes. shield, the right? Conehead? Yeah, he yeah. needs to be bald and you ugly. You said shield, right? Yeah. yeah. I want Shannon to have that face on when shield airs. Well... And he comes out because you give that show more shit than anybody. Now, this is... Uh, <laughs> because that show... It's not good. I'm sorry. It's gotten it better, is though. so. It's gotten better. It's, it has it's gotten great. better. I can't say I watched, okay, You guys, I watched the last half. Uh, it's, it's a fun show to listen yeah, to. You also don't like comic books anymore. That's I think true. you've just become a jaded, grumpy old man. God, oh, fucking... shut the fuck up, Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, You're a fucking whippersnapper, so bitch. <laughs> the, the actor uh, comes from one of Scott's favorite shows, Teen Wolf. Really? Uh, Brian, uh, Brian Patrick Wade is Crusher Creel, the Absorbing Man. I gotta see. There's a difference between shows I watch and one of my favorite shows. Oh, don't you? I thought you liked it. Yeah, I thought it's you really not, liked it's, it. It used to be, it used to be funnier. I used to like it when it was funnier. Oh, I okay. Still, I still watch it. It's one of those shows that I'm going to keep watching. But what season are they on now? Uh, five or something. Wow. Seriously? Four and a half. I know. I Holy know. shit! Isn't that amazing? Um, where the fuck does time go? I know. Hey. So, so what's cool is you've got Absorbing Man. You've got uh, Mockingbird. Is going to be on. Yeah, coming. Gonna be on. What's your shield? name? Adrian. Yeah, Adrian Pilecki, yeah, the Pilecki. one that we saw no, in, that, just in, that, in that terrible uh, Wonder Woman show. Uh, I've got a, a whole bunch of them here. Here's the whole uh, casting for Shield. But uh, Crusher Creel, Absorbing Man, will be on the series two premiere. He's got such cool power. He's, he's got there. the he's got the head to do it. And right yeah, I really I really yep. want to see this guy done yeah. right because they kind of tried to mesh him in with the Hulk's dad and that terrible uh. angry 
Man, and he turned yeah. into a giant fart bubble. Or yeah. <laughs> no, he turned I into a giant father. amorphic daddy issue. Bah. But uh, he'll be uh, on uh, September 23rd when it premieres on ABC. Yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, the other casting for S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, it's, it's really shaping up Adrian Palicki as Mockingbird, Bobby Morse. Wow. Uh, the character, uh, Kyle MacLachlan as Sky's father. Lucy She's, Lawless. I think what? that's... Oh, really? I, is going to be on. I, what's Xena going to be? She's a shield agent. She can be Lucy um, Lawless and she can fly. She is shield (laughs) shield veteran Isabel Hartley. Guys, I I was thinking about it because I've been reading the the Infinity series on the Marvel Unlimited lately. Uh I think Sky might be an Inhuman. And that oh. might be how they're bringing the Inhumans into the Marvel That'd universe. Be cool. That That'd would be cool. be cool because she was born with her powers. I don't know what that is, and she can't be a mutant. <laughs> so. what, what are her powers? Seriously, though? explain She's it. Like, explain, I don't know what that is. Explain the Inhumans to Scott. Uh, the, the Inhumans were they're they're like well, Shannon. Shannon would explain this a hell of a lot more gracefully. Well, would you like would. me to? Yeah, please do. <laughs> so but, the, but look at Scott when you explain it. So, Doesn't matter. Uh, the Inhumans are a separate race. They're like humanoid. Um, they live on the moon, uh, and. At a certain point in their life, they have these things called the Terrigen Mist, which they release, and it. Um, Scott just fell asleep. Gives them like it, no, it, it gives like, them their powers. It gives them like superpowers. Well, uh, they, weren't or, they like? And sometimes it'll turn them into like turn one guy into a giant bulldog that can yeah teleport. 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 Or, uh, weren't they so, uh, <laughs> like prehistoric humans? They've been around. The, and, build, yeah. the builders put them out there, and part of their thing is the Terrigen Mists made them immortal. To mm-hmm. aging, yeah, like Black Bolt, the leader of the of the Inhumans. On, well, they're not on the moon anymore, but yeah, the leader of the Inhumans. He's he's been alive for thousands of years. Yeah, so he exactly. Fights, he fights Thanos all the time. Yeah. So. Ba- basically, Scott, Scott, you, had, you had your hand up, Scott. Yes. Well, he as as this explanation goes along, there's more stuff I don't get. What are the builders? Who are the builders? God, uh, do you remember the the giant? They they had a a flashback, not a flashback, but they were explaining where the Infinity Gems came from during the Guardians the of the Galaxy. Yeah, I didn't understand. And they showed that the giant guy that was destroying everything. Yeah, that was a Celestial. They're like, aren't they like the army of the builders? Yeah, yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the builders are the people who seeded the universe with life and have God. been shaping and building. So like that episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Very much so, but yeah. before that episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, I. I I'm not arguing that. No. Or, or like 2001. Yeah, very oh, much okay. so. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, but uh, and, and now that uh, Marvel doesn't own the television or film rights to the word mutant, they can easily use they can, Inhuman. Right. So, I mean, that's a possibility. They've been th- saying so. that uh, Scarlet Witch okay. and Quicksilver could be Inhumans. That's how they could explain now, their powers. Mm-hmm. People say, are, are, are you done? I, got, I still got There's a more. giant right. teleporting bulldog I'm not watching anymore. <laughs> Lockjaw is one of the Lockjaw. coolest things ever. He's seven feet tall. He's yeah. really a, a, <laughs> he's, he's one of my favorite things. He's a fan favorite. <laughs> he's he got really this is. huge underbite. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lucy Lawless as Isabel Hartley, S.H.I.E.L.D. veteran. Reed Diamond as Hydra villain Daniel Whitehall, a.k.a. Kraken. Yep. Nick Blood as a mercenary Coulson reaches out to for help. Uh, Henry Simmons. Simmons? Yeah. Simmons as Agent Alfonso Mac McKenzie. He was on NYPD <gasps> Blue. And uh, Simon Cassidanus as Bakshi. Huh. So there's Ralph Bakshi, yes, Ralph the, Bakshi. The anim- the famed '70s animator Ralph Bakshi. <laughs> yes, he's uh, finally showing up. So there's that, and uh, okay. and the Absorbing Man. All right. So people say we show a lot of favoritism to Marvel. Mm-hmm. I'd like to call Marvel out because I think they straight up have done something terrible. What? Uh, I sent you a text the other day, Carrie. Uh, regarding. Help that's, me remember. That's Spider Woman cover. Oh, that's terrible. Do you want to talk about oh, that? Yeah. I, I would that like to talk about terrible. that because I'm sorry. 
I don't know how that happened. I don't know if we could pull up a picture that, from people I already know that it, haven't yeah. seen it's it. It's pretty. And actually, I'd like to get a female's perspective on well, this. Who's, who's oh, the, yeah. it's, who's the right, illustrator? I've, I've got it right here. Yeah. If I remember right, the guy is the guy's best known for. He is an erotic, erotic. He's an erotic artist. Okay. Yeah, but and well, there, the, there's not a fabric on earth that can do what this no, picture is. No. All right. Well, here, here, here's the story. A month ago, Marvel's getting lauded for announcing that Thor would be replaced as a woman, uh, and and now they've they've tripped again. Um, uh, Spider-Man, it's a variant cover. That needs to be pointed out. Oh, it, this, is, this is not the one that you're going to see all the time. It's a variant cover, Spider-Woman number one, by Milo Manara, Italian artist, best known for his pornographic comics. Yeah. Oh, uh, click, Butterscotch, Hidden Camera. That's a, that's, oh. That stuff's from like the oh. late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. Um, what, what Marvel's been doing has been reaching out to famous artists. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, and you can Google image this. Uh, reaching out to famous artists and asking them to do these covers, you know, uh, as variants. It's just kind of something interesting to do. It's and the, it, the proportions the, don't even look right the, on her body. Well, your your head can't turn. That's all what the way I'm back saying. Like, like it just doesn't. Work. Well, I'm not worried about her head, but continue on. <laughs> um, so this just brought up more uh, of of the past few months, you know, furor on the internet about uh, Marvel and women. Now, God, the just, internet I'll describe, sucks. I'll yeah. describe the picture f- to people. So it's like... Uh, if you've watched the Nicki Minaj Anaconda video, it's the exact <laughs> same pose. I swear to God. It looks it's a, like uh, a female spider poised to like squirt her spider it webbing. Looks well, you know like, what I'm saying? So here's the thing. It looks like Minara drew she it She might as well be nude. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? It looks yeah. like her, her suit her, is painted her, on. Her, it it look, does. Like That's the only way you could get that to happen would be body paint. Yep. Her ass is up in the air. Like Nicki Minaj. Right? Like, like she's video. presenting herself waiting for uh, Superman to come take her or something. That's a DC character. Well, what, I don't, you know what I'm saying. She's like, on a building. Someone that was flying anyway, right? right? And I'm just like, I looked at that. And, you, and you, obviously, you know, listening to the show, I'm not, a, I'm not a prude or anything. But I looked at that and I'm like, who the fuck let that happen? I'm... You know, then then top this with uh, uh, Kevin Feige uh, saying that he hoped the studio could make a solo woman film. Huh. That didn't make anyone happy when he said hoped as opposed to, yeah, Nicki Minaj. It's, it's, right the, same, it's the same damn quote. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, then there was uh, furor about Guardians of the Galaxy uh, oh. claiming it was misogynistic in the treatment of female characters. Oh. Then there's the whole Janet Van Dyne thing that's happening with the Ant-Man movie. Oh, with Hope Van Dyne? Yeah. Why are they upset about that? Uh, they're upset that Janet didn't even get a start and would be probably killed before the movie started. They, they haven't and even, again, they, they, don't, they don't know this. That's why I didn't talk about it. Yeah. It's because you don't know for sure. Let's bitch after the movie yeah. comes out. Um, and then uh, they started you know, complaining about no female titles, and, and then Marvel stepped up, brought in female titles. Uh, let's see the uh, uh, here, here, here's here's the math. Um, over the last years, Marvel has attempted to improve its reputation in terms of gender equality from an arguable uh, nadir in late 2011, when the publisher had no female-led titles in print in 2011. In addition to an ongoing Women in Marvel podcast series and accompanying uh, panels at conventions, the publishing side of the company will have nine ongoing female-led titles with the addition of Spider-Woman. <laughs> By contrast, Marvel's uh, DC competitor publishes eight ongoing female-led superhero titles with an additional two in the Vertigo uh, title. DC employs more women as writers and artists. They have 13 women receiving regular ongoing work as of November at DC compared to Marvel's four. 
Marvel does, however, have a high number of women in editorial positions. <laughs> I guess none of them were on Spider Woman. <laughs> well, I, 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 I would I would like to bring up though. Okay, Milo Minara is he's he's not just your average contract artist though. Yeah. So if you if you say to Milo Minara, "Hey, dude, we want you to do a Spider Man cover," it's not like you're going to ask him to redo it. Well. I was going to say, why well, use but, him? To but, but, begin wait, with. But wait a second, wait a second. How do we know? I mean, we're talking about we're talking about people who said, "Oh, here's here's this picture. Let's let's throw this out, and spread it all over the internet." We don't know they're necessarily even going to use it. They are. Mm-hmm. Was it, that- it, it is a fucking cover. Yeah. Okay. And let me just be the first to say it doesn't even look good. No. Like it doesn't. No. No. Like, yeah. it, doesn't. I've, I, it looks like a sketch that a fucking. 14 like year a old horny. Group. It does nothing for me. Like a horny 14 year old. You know what I mean? It's not, it's just, I just think, like, when I saw it, I was like, not only is that, like, weird looking and, like, this is awkward, uh, mm-hmm. but it's, it just doesn't look good. So you want to know my opinion? Yeah. Well, so here's where I'm at, and I may be different from other females, so I'm not going to speak for everyone, mm-hmm. but um, I don't well, think there needs to be a, a one for one, like, male superhero to female superhero. It doesn't need to be that way. Men and women are different, like, biologically. Uh, women are more emotional species than man, and, like, the way we handle confrontation is different. And in my opinion, there aren't, I don't know, there aren't as many chicks that could rise up and do what a lot of the dudes are as Marvel superheroes and villains and so on. So, in attempt to be like, yeah, let's get a cover with a chick on it and making it super slutty. I don't think I'm down with that. Like, <laughs> but at the same time, we don't have to force it to have all these women, uh, I don't know, superheroes and stuff like that. I mean, if they're already there, let's go for it. But we don't have to try to go one for one just to force it. You don't have to invent sense? a female superhero. No, you don't. To... Or change Thor into a female. I think that's stupid. <laughs> just keep it as it is. I... We all enjoy it the way it is. Just keep it well, the way it is. Well, they didn't change Thor into a female. They just gave a girl his powers. Yeah. Oh, Thor is still yeah, a man. That. That's true. Yeah. But still. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's the next thing you other... know, they're going to make Starbuck a woman. Oh, I know. How no, dare my, they? my daughter, uh, my daughter mm-hmm. is, is actually, she, she doesn't like the, the female titles that DC has mostly I think because she's kind of a Marvel fangirl but the Ms. Marvel comic is fantastic it is. Especially, it's good. Oh, it's it's great. Good. especially if you're a 14 year old girl you're reading this and actually the Captain Marvel comic once they changed her costume and, and made her more of an ass kicking wise ass it's, without it's her a, ass hanging out without and her that's ass hanging what out I like seeing, and yeah. she's a fantastic character and so my kids reading these oh and the, the new all female X-Men book oh yeah it's really yeah. a good yeah. title and so that's I think where you know, make it good, and I don't care what the gender of the characters, uh, what, right. what that or is. The race, make, or, or the race, for that matter. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah. Actually, uh, the new Uncanny X-Men title that Bendis is doing, I think the only... Uh, All new X-Men. Act- yeah, it's Uncanny. What? Bendis, yeah. It's, it- it's Chris Piccolo and, and, <laughs> and Bendis. And uh, the characters, I would say, aside from the old X-Men characters like Cyclops and Emma Frost and Magic, uh, everybody else is... Not white, and it's kind of cool because hey, it's starting to look kind of like contemporary America. Well, they're not getting any of my money. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> wow, if they if they ain't white. They're mutants. That's I still right. haven't seen Thor. <laughs> Tony, that was not very thrill of you. I'm sorry. I just think that uh, <laughs> sites, you know, these fan sites that are upset about this, 
I think they kind of sometimes, not in this case necessarily, but they sometimes go looking for this kind of thing well, they, because I mean, they want to bitch about. They want to stir the pot. Yeah. They like stirring the pot. But so there's been the a beast. huge discussion about the portrayal of of women in comic books. It's been it's been going on lately. Mm-hmm. That I've noticed, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry, and, and like I kind of look at it and I go, well, you know. Uh, but I mean, when I when I look at something like that, I can kind of go, well, maybe they have a point. I don't know. I think there's a difference between being kick-ass but being feminine while you're doing it and then just straight up being... Naked. On a, naked with your yeah. booty in the air. Yeah, being a you know naked, what I mean? Being a naked whore on a fucking rooftop. But, like, don't get me wrong. Know. I love seeing kick-ass chicks. I just don't think we need to try to force it. It, if, was, it, it was a variant cover. Well, this is what this artist is known for. Well, and yeah, so I guess why did they? They kind of fucked. Why, why, why did you hire Milo? Yeah, why did you hire? Why did you hire a Milo Minara to it, not do a production? That's could, what I said four years, it four could, minutes ago. It could yeah. be that yeah. the artists at Marvel like his work. Yeah, it uh, could be yeah. that simple. Yeah, I mean, and, there and, are and artists. Fair, you are an artist, as, uh, uh, there are I, artists that you admire. You what, that, I will show you butterscotch, you know. and you'll love Milo Minara. The guy, the guy, especially in his. At his peak in the 70s and 80s, boys and girls out there, just go ahead and do take your filter off if you're comfortable with nudity <laughs> and go do a Google search for Milo Minara and look for Click and Butterscotch. I mean, this is some high-class Italian pornographic comic books from the 70s and 80s. <laughs> and, yeah. and no, it's, yeah. not, it's, not just, it's not just this guy paints beautiful pictures. This is not Milo Minara at his best. No. It's not. Oh. So, But well, that's, it's like saying, oh, uh, we hired Mobius and his stuff was too sci-fi. Yeah. So, well, so I don't see the argument. Saying. I think it looks fantastic. Well, and, and I'll say full disclosure: <laughs> if I was uh, fourteen and that comic book would have come out, it would change your I life. Would have, I would have loved it. I probably would have <laughs> no- nearly torn my penis off. <laughs> Ow! I got to be paper cuts. I mean, I'm I'm not de- defending Marvel. They fucked up a little bit here. Okay, but well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying we should shut you know. down the company. But I look at that and I'm like. I, I just saw it. And I was like, "Oh come on!" You're not helping, is yeah, what you said. Yeah. The, what what sucked for me was I saw it the day after. Well, actually, no, the same morning as the Anaconda video. And yeah. I was just like, "Well, this is the type of shit I just don't need say, to see." The Anaconda video is much worse. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with her? Uh-huh. But you know, I mean, she's gonna sell a lot of downloads. Oh, yeah. She knows how to work it. Oh yeah. For. Now, in full disclosure, if that video would have come out when I was 14. <laughs> Wait a minute. Ow. <laughs> I got so much rug burn. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right back. The Atomic Arcade 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday. Hey, great news. The Atomic Arcade has been invited to add some classic gaming to Salt Lake Comic Con. Now, there's a lot of space to fill, and they're looking for your suggestions. What games would you like to see at Comic Con? You know the classic arcade games you find at Atomic Arcade. Here's a list of what they're currently planning to show off so far. Galaga, Ms. Pac-Man, Tron, Star Wars, Discs of Tron, which is what I'm playing right now, Return of the Jedi, Berserk, and uh, they've got a whole lot more. So what you could do is, if you already know which ones you want, go to GeekShowPodcast.com and click on the Atomic Arcade link, and that will take you to their Facebook page, and you can vote there. Might I suggest that you go into the Atomic Arcade, see what they've got, and make a recommendation once you get home on your Facebook page. Classic arcade games at classic prices. We're talking a quarter and 50 cents. Uh, go see them. 3939 Highland Drive. Downstairs from Cruiser's Bar and across from a bar named Sue, it's the Atomic Arcade. Hey, Cabin Fever's been around longer than most of us, I think. Serving the meek, the geek, and the freak of Salt Lake since 1982. 
You can relive your youth at Cabin Fever, located in the heart of Trolley Square, 700 East and 600 South. They got, uh, oh, look at that TARDIS floating above your head on the way in. Um, a huge selection of retro candy. If you're headed back to school, they got backpacks from the Ninja Turtles, both old and new, My Little Pony, and uh, yes, Bronies, a My Little Brony backpack. Six million dollar man lunchbox, GI Joe lunchbox, retro Muppet boxes, Totoro bento boxes, and Archer lunchboxes as well. Uh, they got the Goonies Funko pop vinyl figures, buttons and posters, life size wall decals of uh, Wonder Woman, Jake and Finn, mega poster size wall decals of comic book covers featuring uh, Hulk and Spider Man, uh, cardboard cutouts of Bruce Lee, Godzilla, Doctor Who, the TARDIS, Captain America cult film reference books for mugs to jugs shots to bots playing cards to greeting cards twisters to ouija cabin fever from meek to geek go in and say hi to dave owens he's a friend of the program cabin fever in the trolley square mall dr bolt's comic connection 2043 east 3300 south open seven days a week comic anime card games action figures they have it all Comprehensive hold service gets you a 10% discount off purchases over $20. With that hold service, you get a free preview catalog so you can go through it and find all that stuff that you've been wanting to order. Toys, clothing, collectibles, more comics. This month, DC Multiversity. Join them as they journey through the multiverse. President Superman uncovers a threat to all reality, and only Captain Carrot and his team of heroes can save us all. The Super Secret Crisis War, Epic Crossover, Samurai Jack, Powerpuff Girls, Ben 10, Kids Next Door, Foster's Imaginary Friends, and the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, all connected. Relive the childhood you wish you had and enjoy this journey down the rabbit hole. And at Dark Horse, it's the end of an era. After more than 20 years, Dark Horse Comics will no longer be publishing Star Wars comics. So uh, celebrate by picking up the end of Brian Wood's acclaimed series chronicling the events of the Rebellion post-Yavin. And, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy from Marvel. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Go see him. Get ready to geek out, Utah. It's coming back with a vengeance. That's right. Salt Lake Comic Con returns to the Salt Palace September 4th, 5th, and 6th, featuring panels, cosplay, entertainment, autographs, and photo ops, and chances to meet some amazing stars from comics, films, TV, and books. Bruce Campbell, Carrie Elwes, Ernie Hudson, stars from The Big Bang Theory, John Heater, Danny Glover, Patrick Warburton, Stephen Amell, Hulk Hogan, and many, many more. Over 200 special guests to be announced. Tickets and more info now at saltlakecomiccon.com. Hi, this is Dan, the Laptop Man from PC Laptops in Salt Lake City, where all of our computers have been hand-built in Utah for over 21 years. I've got the most amazing deal on the planet for you, the PC Laptops S1 desktop computer. It's a $2,000 computer for only $799. It has a blazing fast processor, so it's perfect for home, business, or back to school. A computer is only as good as its warranty. So how long is its warranty? One year? Ten years? Hang on. It's lifetime parts and labor. So everything is covered forever. Viruses, hard drives, RAM, everything. How much does it cost? $7.99. It's only $7.99. That's right. For a blazing computer that's warranted forever. You have nothing to lose. Quantities are highly limited. So run into any one of our eight locations right now or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com. A $2,000 computer for only $7.99 at PCLaptops.com. We love you. Yeah, we are back. You lucky sons of bitches. Holy shit. Where'd we go? Curse words. (laughs) All right. It's been a week of radio. I got to get my fucks out. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, um, just want to say good morning to all these people in their cubicles. We we didn't say that. Oh, that's true, Joe. Good morning to all in your cubicles. Yeah, to all in your cubicles. 
Don't do without so- that TPS report. <laughs> John, watch it. out. You're going to knock over your coffee. Oh. <laughs> I need your ID10T forms at my desk. Yeah. By I hate that your D button doesn't work either. Yeah. That yeah. sucks. Who microwaved fish? Damn it. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that the guy that shares your cubicle with you um, resets the chair every day at the end of his shift and doesn't put it back in your settings because that's really rude. I'm uh, calling from the help desk, and I'm telling you your problem on the computer is user error. Hmm. All right. TV shows. <laughs> uh, who watches TV? I do. Scott Pierce does. Too. Yay! Uh, he's doing something else. So. <laughs> right, I'm listening. <laughs> Uh, did you hear about these? a couple of these shows that are in development that are based on movies? I know one. You know one? one yeah. Anyway, yeah. Which one? Um, the Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate. Yeah. Oh. Is being developed into a TV series. Which has, is Pacino which has in it? Oh, fuck no. Oh. That would be cool. No. He's too uh, busy making sweet Adam Sandler movies. It's being <laughs> written by Matt Venny, who did Bag of Bones and The Exorcism of Molly Harley. And NBC is committed to filming the pilot. That doesn't mean we'll get to see it, but, you know. Uh, Co-produced by John Wells, who's also producing an Outbreak show for ABC. Oh, Oh, I will not be watching that show. Wash your hands, the movie. Outbreak? (laughs) (laughs) Wash your hands, the movie. Sponsored by Purell. Oh, my God. (laughs) That That movie almost made me hate monkeys. Oh, almost. Almost. There's there's something to keep in mind here. Then there was an example of this this week. Even if pilots are ordered, it doesn't mean they're actually going to get made. That's true. Because now you say get made, are they? they, NBC canceled their or backed out of the uh, the Wizard of Oz pilot that they had. So you're talking about even filming the pilot itself. Yes, those can get canceled. Oh yes, yeah. I mean, we saw it with Wonder Woman. I have a friend who's a producer that they were. They had a pilot once that was canceled, like less than twelve hours before it was set to go into production. Oh, oh wow. that's, that's what I'm asking. Is so yeah. don't yeah. just because stuff mm-hmm. is announced, yeah. don't hold your breath. How much do you think? Uh, how many pilots per year, give or take, like are filmed but never see the light of day? Hundreds, really? Wow, well, hundreds I, a I'm, year. Well, it depends. If we're talking about every. Not if like talking, yeah, I'm in my basement. I'm going to film. I'm saying like network money. Are we like, talking about broadcast number? Because if you th- okay, if you throw in the the cable networks, there are certainly dozens and dozens. Wow. Okay. Every yeah. year I get a check from Sci-Fi Network for Mandalabra for like two bucks because they're trying to retain never, the rights. Never happened. But they never <laughs> filmed the pilot. Bullshit, never. man. Uh, yeah. And then there is another one. Spielberg with Amblin TV. Thinks that a minority report TV oh, series. Oh, yeah, I did see oh. that one. That's that could be kind of cool. That, that, I, I mean, would it's like an that. interesting concept that you could work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, it's but a didn't cop show, they release you know? the twins at the end? Like, how would they bring them back? That's right. Prequel. They're like in a cabin now, just reading books. They'll get them back. Maybe that's the show. The <laughs> series will follow the pre crime units and the various crimes they solve before they happen, thanks to their tub full of future seeing bald kids. Uh, the series has got Godzilla writer Max Borenstein to pen the pilots. And it doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> the that The first it's episode is, hey, did you read Great Gatsby? Yeah. That's <laughs> no, pretty good. Cool. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there's that. Uh, let's see. Uh, other TV shows casting. And I say TV because you'll be watching it on your TV. Don't tell me where I'm going to watch it on. I'm watching my phone. Well, it threw... I won't watch it on my tablet. It threw your PlayStation. Oh, oh yeah. I don't yeah, have, I read I don't have one. one. I do. 
So he it's does. it's the Powers show, yeah. which is based on a, a comic book. Is mm-hmm. it uh, is it Ed Brubaker? No, that's Brian no, Michael it, it Bendis. Is, Bendis. Brian Michael Bendis. Bendis. Yeah. Bendis. I love that comic. Bendis. I like the first little bit. Well, they've cast mm-hmm. the lead. Yeah. Uh, Walker, the cop. Yeah. Who? 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 I know. I know. Charlotte Copley. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, they're yeah. going to be subtitles. I'm excited and not. Because he's uh, the A team, District Nine. Uh, he it's was an in interesting choice. He Elysium, Elysium, yeah, Elysium. He doesn't look. What like was the one that he was character? just in? Oh, it was. Um, well, I saw a picture. Maleficent, of him. and he was awful in it. Yeah, yeah, he was also in that. But he is Walker, the cop, with darkness and violence at his surface, but with a sense of buried integrity. <laughs> I love character description. <laughs> Spoiler: uh, He's the, a caveman. The <laughs> I knew it. The character. Yeah, I, I know. I read the comics. The character <laughs> jumps first and thinks later. Dapper and charismatic, <laughs> he has the the dissolute air of a faded rock star with the body of a battered heavyweight. I don't see that. Yeah, that doesn't sound like him at really all. Charlotte Copley. Oh, well. Once possessed of superpowers, Walker has lost his powers in a battle with a superhuman mass killer, a faded hero. He is now a detective who works with law enforcement, using his singular expertise to. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's it's better casting than Jason Patrick. I'll say that because when I they they made Copley. a I don't know they, I don't know. Ma- they made Copley a pilot looked, before Copley looked beat to shit in Elysium. Yeah. He really did, and he had a lot of he had a lot of muscle on him, but he he kind of uh, looked like that's he, true. That, if they if he bulked up, I, that, I, if I want to watch that show, I gotta buy a goddamn PlayStation. I like him. Yeah. I, I like him. He was great in <sighs> District Nine. He had fun in Eighteen, but it's, he was great in Eighteen. But it's it's going downhill. Uh, we've also cast Retro Girl. Oh yeah, yeah. Which That's, is weird to me because if you've read the comics, it's the first series is the death of Retro Girl. Yeah, she dies like the whole beginning of the comic is her dead. But there's lots of flashbacks. I guess there's. It's flashbacks. like Twin Peaks that way. Laura Palmer. That's so, true. You know, okay. They're gonna bring um, her cousin, not Retro Girl, in. <laughs> they've cast Michelle Forbes as Retro Girl. Oh. Oh, Enzo Row. Yes, who has a cool and hard exterior with a fire right below the surface. The character is the <laughs> undisputed superstar of the Powers community, who's an icon of justice, selflessness, hey. and business acumen. Hey. Her willingness to put herself at risk for the good of others is matched only by her ability to manage her globe-spanning personal brand. And then die. And then die. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Eddie Izzard will co-star as Wolf. He's just loving television right now. Mm-hmm. Cool. The boogeyman of the Powers universe, a top-level power who has spent the last two decades incarcerated in The Shaft. (laughs) That's kind of funny. (laughs) His terrible abilities kept in check through a brutal regimen of surgical procedures. Before that, he was the mentor of the then-up-and-coming Powers Walker. Uh, Noah Taylor will play Johnny Royale, criminal mastermind. Who who is? Uh, Noah Taylor. Don't know who that is. And uh, Alicia Rulin will play Callista, teenage power wannabe with street smarts. So there's your power show is actually happening. Well, thank God we have a street smart teenager because uh, we all need one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need one of those at the restaurant. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, the Shazam news. I like yeah. Shazam. Oh, I, I did read this. Did you? Yes, and. They haven't. They don't know who he's playing yet, but he's going to be in the movie. Dwayne Johnson will be in the movie. Uh-huh. They don't know whether he's going to play the title character Shazam or Black Adam. Which he I think he should play Black Adam. You're not going to like. Does. You're not going to like my prediction. What's that? And again, this is just my prediction. He's I don't the old know. Wizard. <laughs> I think he's playing dual roles. 
Oh. I kind of like that. As yeah. That'd be cool. As Because you know, Billy Batson is a boy who becomes Shazam, and so the yeah. character has the they, they, you know childlike... You they know, could do that. And he could play that. Yep. He could also play a bad guy. That would be... I, mm. That's what I predict. <sighs> I mean, they could do that, but in the comics, it was you take your adult form if you're a kid when you say Shazam. It's not you become the, the same-looking guy as the last guy who had the powers. So, I mean... Yeah. Okay. He doesn't have to look the same. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. I mean, they could make the one. The one can have different. tattoos and hair, and the All other right. one can't. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Star let's Wars see. Rebel premiere date October thirteenth, nine p.m. Uh, Disney Channel. So cool. So there's that. And, Saw the first ten minutes of it, and it then it will awesome. also be on Disney XD. So there's your Star Wars. Woo. Uh, let's see. Star Wars. Anything else? We got a bunch of. Oh, Jimmy and I saw Sin City too. Hey, why don't you review that? You want to review that right now? Review the Sin City 2. All right. Uh, so Sin City 2, a dame to kill for. Uh, it's been nine years. It's been nine years since we saw that stuff. Since uh, we entered Frank Miller's universe of uh, comic books and whatnot. Um, so the first one, to me, like you know, it's three different stories, but they interlocked a lot more. Mm-hmm. One story affected the other one. It's you know more Tarantino-ish you know, in the sense that... I would say in, in the scene where someone's walking in a bar and you follow the guy who's walking across the bar, but there's someone sitting at that bar, the next story is going to be the guy at that bar. You know what I'm saying? So it all connects and whatnot. Mm. This one is more like three separate Twilight Zone episodes. They don't really affect each other. Mm. They're in the same universe. That's fine. One's a prequel. I think I believe the other two are sequels. Yeah, it's so- weird. Like, I kind of want to see it again. Yeah. Because I... I can't figure out what the timeline was. Some of it happened before Sin City. Some of it happened after. Yeah. Um, there's four t- uh, stories in there. There's uh, is it, uh, it happened on a Saturday night with Mickey Rourke. Mm-hmm. But that's like the first five minutes before the title sequence, and that's it. Then you've got uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt playing a cocky uh, gambler who thinks he can control the world and whatnot. Uh, I believe that was one of the ones that was written for the film. Right. It's not one of the books. Then you've got Josh Brolin playing uh, in Dwight Dwight as a Dame to Kill for. What's well, uh, weird, and but so if you remember, he, he was in the first one. Right? This is the prequel one too, right? So it starts out where he's he's Josh Bro Josh Brolin. He's he Josh. Gets, then he gets a plastic surgery and turns into Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Yeah. Clive Owen isn't in this one. No, I don't so, know what Clive Owen was doing or if he said no, but it's. They well, try. They try to make Josh Brolin look different, but it just looks jo- like Josh Brolin with, with a long, fucked up no, chin he, he, and longer hair. Yeah, but he even he even says in the in the first movie when he shows up in Rosario is it Rosario Dawson. Yep, she says, "Oh, you got he got the plastic surgery." Yeah, yeah. so that's why he's a different dude. His new face. We understand that. Yeah, but here's the thing: the problem is that is that the character starts off as Josh Brolin. Uh, it's not really a spoiler. He gets yeah. shot in the face. Uh-huh. Basically, blows half his face off, and he gets plastic surgery. Uh huh. Which if, he should if, have turned if, into if, Clive Owen. He should have been Clive uh, Owen in the next part, but either Clive Owen said no, or just whatever happened. So they just put weird makeup on Josh Brolin and a, and a wig, and it doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, I was a little confused. I was like, didn't ruin the movie though for me. Yeah, it didn't ruin the movie. And then uh, so the whole that whole segment is Josh Brolin basically doing anything and everything that Ava Green says as she's topless the entire fucking movie. Yeah, starring, I think the real star of that movie was her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third storyline is uh, obviously a sequel. It's Jessica Alba um, basically trying to get revenge for the death of Hannigan, which is Bruce Willis' Hardigan. 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 Uh, and Hardigan's in it as a ghost. Uh, yeah, Bruce Willis is a ghost. So you got three storylines. Again, they don't really connect. They don't support each other. Uh, I enjoyed it in the sense it still has that visual you know, awe of watching 
Robert Rodriguez turned Frank Miller's pages in, and I will say in, in giving them life and making them breathe. It's personally, amazing. I think visually, visually, I think it was much better than the first one. Well, the technology, the is, technology, you know, not yeah. only that, but it was just some really cool stuff. Like you're looking at it and like, wow, yeah, this looks like. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. watching a moving uh, Sin City. Yeah, um, my it's a complaint that I don't have a lot, but it. Uh, I wish there was about 20 minutes more spread out, not with the Josh Brolin one, because that one's got enough meat on it, yeah. because it, the majority of the film is that storyline. The other ones get shortchanged, where you're kind of like, eh, you know, I, they didn't have enough time to develop the characters, to develop the storyline, and then, especially Alba's, and I will say that is the worst one, because, I'm sorry, sweetheart, you're gorgeous, but you can't act for shit. Yeah. And, uh, and it just ends. And she, seriously, she. I'll just say she shoots somebody and says, that was for Hardigan, motherfucker, credits. Like, immediately. Yeah, that's like to, it. To the point where you're like, huh? Okay, let yeah. me get my bag and my popcorn bucket, and I guess it's time to go. Yeah, one of the reviews I, I read, one of the critics was saying it. I, I thought the movie still had more going on. Like, yeah. the credits start, and you're like, it, oh, maybe they'll do it more. It really feels weird. Like, it got shortchanged, and I don't know what it is. And it's an hour and 40 minutes long, and I'd be happy with two hours. There's, um, there's, there's nothing after the credits? No. I left, so uh, I have no I idea. I sat. Because I'm trained. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I said Marvel trained you well. Um, I will say this: I enjoyed the hell out of it. I giggled all the way through that fucking movie. Yeah, because it's so ridiculously pulpy. Yes. Yeah, just so much awesome exposition, mm-hmm. right? Where people are just like, <laughs> like, I didn't know whether to kiss her or knock her teeth down her goddamn throat, <laughs> right? And you're just like, like that whole movie's like that. And I'm just like. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of film noir, you know, but I like watching someone take a new stab at it. You know, everybody says, oh, go watch Double Indemnity and watch that again it's and watch movie. Touch of Evil. Great. I've seen them a thousand fucking times. I'd like to see something new. And yeah, is it going to be as, as great as those classics? Probably not. And no, it's not. But I still like someone giving it a yeah. shot. Mm-hmm. I have a so, friend, Mike Barber, who loves those movies. I like his those yeah. old pulpy movies. The whole yeah. film fatale. And, and I sent him a text. Uh, yesterday, and I'm just like, you have to go see Sin City too. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna cry. You're gonna love it so much, right? <laughs> yeah. Because it is. If you walk into that, I, I can. I, a lot of people are hating on it. Yeah, like a Chris, lot of people are. Hating yeah, on it's it. it's not doing well. It's not. But <laughs> if you can appreciate it for what they're going for, they are going for. It's almost a parody of that style it's, in a way. In a way. Well, I mean, you look at Robert, you know, Rodriguez, uh, you know, with the Machete films. I yeah. mean, he's just parodying those kind of things. Huh. I mean, I don't Grindhouse and all that. I don't know if he's trying to, to parody it, but he gives a goddamn good stab at it. And I, I want to see it. Again. I, I, I will had say fun this. I will say this for Rodriguez. That movie only needs to make sixty bucks. Yeah, exactly. To yeah. make a profit. Right. That's true. Because that dude, that dude, since he is our generation's John Carpenter, you watch the credits on that movie. It'll yeah. actually say "Craft Services by Robert Rodriguez." I, I would Music not be by Robert Rodriguez. Well, maybe that's the thing. Maybe editing. Clive Owen was out of the budget. Could have be. been. Yeah, could have been. All right, but I would say, I say go see it. Especially, it's at Bruvies if you're in Utah. Oh, oh it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's how I went. That's a perfect beer movie. That's, yeah. that, is, that is my biggest heartbreak right now. Is that he and uh, Rose McGowan were working on a Red Sonia movie, and I would have given just about anything to see Robert Rodriguez do a, a, a sword and like sorcery a movie. movie. Yeah, I actually went to that panel at San Diego Comic Con, and I caught the shirt and everything, and then nothing. <laughs> no, that, that that I want to see him do a Star Wars movie. He'll do it for 68 bucks, and it'll look amazing. 
Yeah. So and Greedo will be walking around without an arm. I agree with Shannon, and, and we are definitely in the minority, but go check it out. I want to go see it again. I'm going to go see it. I'll go see it. The one thing I could probably say that is true is that I think he focused way more on the visual element than storytelling. But I just, I mean. Some would argue that is storytelling. Yeah. Well, it is, but you know the exposition. There's, there's two elements to it. If you're it, a but. fan of gritty exposition, go see this movie. <laughs> I don't know how to use those words in the proper context, but I'm gonna go see them anyway because they gave me a free T-shirt at San Diego Comic Con. So handed to you by the uh, Suicide Girls. Yeah, that's oh. a transition. I think you just did. They're so sad. You ready to jump into this? Let's go to the yeah, pool. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Just read the captions. Don't talk about the art. Well, no, <laughs> Suicide Girls, which we were told that a lot of them are, uh, are listeners of the show. Uh, I guess they have a new book out. Yeah, called Geekology. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I, I heard about it a few weeks ago. Did you? It's not Geekology. Yeah. yeah, it's Geekology. Geekology. <laughs> I, I just thought it was going to be stories that the Suicide Girls wrote, and it turns out they're all naked in it. They're all naked. I don't know why, but... Uh, you know. Oh, booby buck. Yeah. It's because the girls can't afford air conditioning. It's very hot in their oh, apartments. Okay. You know. uh, I, do, I, do, I will say this is probably the most tasteful booby book I've seen since Madonna's sex book. Who said that they listen to this show? They did. Lee did. Yeah, Lee was, Lee talking, was talking to him. To him. Huh. Yeah, we uh, actually, Jeremiah Lupo and I got stuck with some Suicide Girls. We were really sad. I'm so sorry. Stuck. Yeah, yeah. it was stuck. terrible. So, like, I'm sitting here looking at this lady lounging around without her uh, top on. And I imagine she's listening to the show. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's right. actually thinking of you without your hey, Entertain me, Shannon. Entertain me. <laughs> that was a breeze so, fell on your boobies. <laughs> I mean, that's basically, I mean, they pose in, you know, erotic fashion, but they have these, like, random geek quotes next to it of, I guess, what each girl says. Like, this one says, if I could be the captain of any ship, it would be the one from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Well, you think she might know the name of the ship if she was going <laughs> to... That one, it's, I want to captain that it's one. It's escaping me right now, too. I'm feeling really <laughs> Since bad. it has the most character compared to all the other ships of the universe. Sorry, Scott, is that gold. true? It's the Heart of Gold. It's the Heart In of the Gold. Whole yeah, universe? It is the Heart of Gold. It's the Heart of Gold. That's where we got our tattoos. That's the name of the shirt. Oh. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's just I don't know how many pages. I do, there there is the girl a with lot. This, I I I don't normally like to complain about people's body art because it's incredibly personal. But the lady who got um, Skeletor on her ass cheek, I I don't know if that's that was a good decision. Is, I think it's cool. Excellent. Does she decision. have a big ass or a little ass? Because no, if she got no. a little ass, that Skeletor is very appropriate. <laughs> Like this Nobody girl, likes a bony ass. This girl scares every the shit I'd out of me. Every time I see that, if I got to see that every day, I'd be like, "Let's get your hair, man." I'm like, "Not if I get you first. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand and appreciate the tattoo. Yeah. Like this very beautiful blonde says, "I it may sound weird, but I love death. I love horror movies. I love creepy. I love weird. I love the oddities of life. Genius. Boobs. Uh, boobs. Let me see that boob." But it's a uh, it's it's a it's a it's a very nice coffee table book. It's very impressive. I'm gonna um, talk about it on the news. I will, I will say this, C- Carrie, the uh, the cover model with her R two D two swimsuit. Yes, um, it looks like makes, she makes, sneezed and part of it fell off makes, inside the book. Makes me very happy, <laughs> and it it kind of made me look at R two D two in a whole new way. Because everyone knows R two is my favorite character. Uh-huh. Beep boob. So boobs, boobs, <laughs> beep boobs. <laughs> All right. That's the Beep Amazon boobs. review. That's the name of the title of this episode. Beep boobs. Beep boobs. Beep boobs. Beep boobs. Beep boobs. Beep boobs. All right. Tweet top. Tweet top. So, yeah, uh, here's the thing is that they were – I've been emailing back and forth with the promotion company that's promoting this thing. And <laughs> have, you, have I introduced you to the power of Jimmy Martin? Well, that's what I should have done. I should have yeah. just turned Jimmy Martin over to it yeah. because this says, we'd love to be on the podcast. We'd love to talk about the book on the podcast. Let's arrange an interview. I went, okay, great. Send me the book. 
Well, it can't send you the book. Well, why not? I can send you some pages from the book. They what? sent me 12 PDF pages. Oh. And they, were, the book. and they were already sticky. So, Jimmy, what did you say <laughs> yeah, to land the, the entire He's book? Jimmy fucking He's Martin. Jimmy Martin. He can get anything. I told Jimmy, I want the coffee table art book of the uh, art of Dobie Gillis. And I got it. Wow. <laughs> Can you just that say good? Dobie Gillis? Yeah. Get, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Leave. Get out. <laughs> Anyway, Maynard. So <laughs> it's just what I do. The whole, the whole Maynard G, the Maynard G. Krebs uh, so chapter me, is fantastic. Let me just say to the Suicide Girls promotion person, we don't need an interview. All right, we we've taken care of it. No, we've read all the quotes. It's, yeah, no, we, 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 can, right we can do an interview. That's no, fine. I'm not really interested. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to ask them how they really feel about Serenity. Like this girl says, people ask how I got the scar on my bum. It's a fun story. I'm not reading it. I don't oh. care. <laughs> All right. Did the quote end there? No. It might as well. Yeah, it might as well. It was say, like this a paragraph. Is like a She's like, my dad doesn't think it's so funny. <laughs> 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 I started reading it. It says, ah, boobs. I will say, though, that if I were to subscribe to a porn site, it would be Suicide Girls. Yeah? If I were to. But there's so much free stuff out there. I don't need to. I don't know why people buy porn anymore. But, uh, yeah. but you guys, you guys get like super like advantages of stuff. You guys do I? See, I don't know. Well, there's there's <laughs> there is stuff that they don't include in the free stuff. That's true. I, I, but this all looks like it pretty much covers everything. Mm-hmm. I'm or, good. Or doesn't cover Uncovers. anything. Uncovers. <laughs> <laughs> tweet, 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 Tweet twat, tweet twat. Let's uh, do some <laughs> videos and some games and call it a day. Uh, I, I, I need to throw out a real quick recommend. Oh. It's expensive. Go ahead. Uh, D&D 5th Edition Player's Handbook just came out. Ooh. Ooh. How much are we talking? 50 bucks. I, I thought you... Oh, that's, that's cool. No, I mean, I'm used to... I mean, my first my first Player's Handbook, and of course, this is going to really date me, but 1980, it was about 10 bucks. <laughs> so, mm. But then again, what was minimum wage? $1.50? I was uh, negative three years old. Yeah. No, the new Player's Handbook, uh, after the 4th Edition and all of the complaints came about, I kind of like the 4th Edition of D&D, but the 5th Edition looks like it's cleaned a lot of things up. It's a very accessible book. A lot of fun to look through, and it uh, looks like Wizards of the Coast is going to be doing a new D&D book every month, probably for the next 28 years or so. But anyway. Are they all uh, going to be 50 bucks? They're all going to be about 50 bucks. That could get expensive. Well, yeah. I think we have Games Workshop to blame for that one, because when they started doing the new uh, Warhammer 40K, the new edition of that, all of the all the codexes were about $50, mm. which... Um, I, I say if you're going to make a book cost 50 bucks, make it look good. And in this case, Wizards made a good book. Mm. And uh, Games Workshop can go bite a bullet because <clears throat> their books are kind of sloppy and small. All right. Take that, them. Movies. All right. I'm not going to review it as much as we did Sin City, but I have to mention oh, yeah. How the Game Stands Tall. Huh? Uh, it's th- a movie. How the Game Stands Tall. It's, uh, it's a preachy football film. And He's when, not kidding when he says preachy. No, it's... it's uh, if you want uh, your film to be preachy, who do you cast? Well, that would be Christ. No. And that's Jim Caviezel. <laughs> and he's Coach Christ in this JC. film. It's the passion of the coach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Caviezel. There are some great football scenes if you're into sports films. There's some really good uh, some sports action sequences through it. But, but you got to sit through a the, sermon or two. <laughs> yeah. You do have to be bashed on the head with the Bible for about an hour and a half. So if you want to endure that. I do think it's genius that if you are a churchgoer... And like you know, maybe you're that reluctant uh, kind of churchgoer, and but you want to watch football at home. You could convince your wife or significant other 
that you saw a football film with a sermon and you got both done at once. Seems like an awful lot of trouble. Yeah, I would just say I was going to watch football. <laughs> Plus, it was high school football. I mean, I'll Greta just... De La Salle was, was a fantastic team during their yeah. in California. So it's based on a true story. It oh, is a true story. It's about, it's about a football team. team who it actually is. I mean, phenomenal that they won 151 games in a row. Hmm. It's like That's well, Jesus was because their of coach. God, like. Jesus. They prayed? But they never said that Jesus tripped them up behind the line, line of scrimmage when they lost. Exactly. <laughs> Holding on Carl- Jesus, 15-yard penalty. That's a Carlin joke. Damn it, Jesus. All right. Uh, DVD and Blu-ray releases. Um, well, this movie's terrible, but I have uh, a love for it because it was my last review with Mr. Vice. Blended is now out. <laughs> and they sent it to me, and I'm like, I have to keep it. I'm totally keeping it. I don't care. I don't even remember what that was about. It's Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, which oh. I had hope for because the only fucking movies that that guy is good in, oh, Wedding, so, Wedding yeah. Singer and 51st First Dates, dates. Oh. are fantastic. First and Little Nicky. Incredible. No. <laughs> she was not in that film. It so, was good film. Uh, so I'm going to hang on to that one. It's it's shit. Yeah. But yeah. 51st Dates is one of the only like rom-coms I actually like. Really? The way yeah. that film ends is genius. Yeah. I mean, the Seen fact that like, yes. I could have sworn that she was going to get hit in the head. Like, oh, I remember everything now. It's not how it ends. Mm. That, uh, was, that was a movie that actually made me think of, like, like love. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shannon's favorite Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg, <laughs> is in The Double. What's uh, that about? It's, uh, it's, I bet there's two of them, whatever there is. It's, it is. Okay. Yeah. it's, it's One's the, the wily, crazy one, and the other one's the subdued. So you get two Jesse Eisenbergs for the price of one. That, that sounds like the worst movie ever. Subdued <laughs> fart noise. Shannon, that's like two Lex Luthers. You get no. two. No, it's not. It's not even one. <laughs> it's not even one. <laughs> it's a quadruple L. Uh, they tried to make money with Legends of Oz, Dorothy's Return, which Vice and I had another great story about that movie, and he blames mm-hmm. me for, get, for it getting made. Mm-hmm. Uh, All That Jazz is on Criterion. Oh, the mm-hmm. uh, original. Uh, yep. It's with uh, Roy Scheider. Yep. I saw Bob the, Fosse, right? I it's, saw the adult version. It's a whole different story. It's actually... <laughs> you saw All That Az? No, All That Jazz. <laughs> Jesus, Shannon. <laughs> it's... He's actually pretty good in it. Roy yeah. Scheider, yeah, does, he does some acting. I in always it. wanted to see that movie. It's showtime. Uh, Haven season four. Scott? Haven? Don't care. Oh, oh Jesus. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, the Walking Dead season four. Nice. Which had a lot of walking in it, but that's fine. And some dead. And some dead. Uh, the Sons of Anarchy season six. Hmm. I heard that show's good. I, I never got into it. I keep hearing it, but I'm hearing it from people I don't trust. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like this one because I'll be uh, doing the junket for this. The the I guess the reboot relaunching of this franchise, The Equalizer. Oh uh, yes, season two is now out. So this is the TV show. Uh, this is, this TV is with show. the British actor Edward Woodward. He was so good. Who's like the Punisher? Yeah, <laughs> it, that was I would not miss an episode of that show. Yeah. He, had I like class- it too. he had a classified ad in the newspaper. In trouble, need help, call the equalizer. Nice. And he would the dude would out MacGyver MacGyver. He out A team the A team. Yeah. And he, he was classy. I'm, but, I'm, but he but he kept a nice suit. Oh yeah. And I say I'm doing because this is actually one of the films I'll be doing the junket with up in Toronto. Yeah. And it's uh Denzel Washington's doing it. Now it's Denzel's not playing an old white British man. Oh, He's a good actor, but would, he can't pull. I would that pay off. money. He to probably see that. could pull it off. He's playing a character who works at Home Depot, who Does somehow kind of steps stuff. ahead to help. Yep. You know? What? So, at Home Depot. Have you, have yeah. you guys not seen the trailer for this? But uh, I haven't seen the trailer. It, yet. It's pretty cool. But the uh, the director gives us uh, kind of hope for it. Do you know the director? It, uh, what's it's his? Anton Fuqua. Anton Fuqua. Oh, okay. Who he, he directed Training Day that got Denzel his second Oscar, uh, I believe, mm-hmm. and he directed a film. I loved it when uh, God, I think it was fourteen ish. Uh, 
the replacement killers that brought oh, yeah, Chow, yeah. Yeah, Chow yeah, Fat yeah. to America. So yeah. Anton Fuqua is a fucking badass. Well, and maybe they'll keep maybe the whole working at Home Depot thing is his cover because he does go undercover. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen any trailers for it at all. So at yeah, one point should. in the trailer, he he walks into a room full of what look like bad guys. Looks at his watch, and it's like two eighteen and thirty seven seconds, and he's like nineteen seconds. And then in 19 seconds, he takes out everyone in the room. He looks down and actually took 22 seconds. And he's like, oh, I must be getting off my game. Ah. <laughs> Denzel's a badass. It looks cool. I'm just calling this movie Black Punisher. That's yeah, what yeah, yeah, pretty much. It, looks like, it sounds yeah. like Jack, uh, Black Jack Reacher. <laughs> or, yeah, similar cool. to that, yeah. yeah. And then last, uh, it might be least, uh, Welcome Back, Carter. You can, get the, you can get the complete series now in a box set. Wait a minute. You're telling me I can get the entire series in what? I don't care. All of them at once. <laughs> you know, does what Gabe, are we talking does about? Mr. Cut is, is, that, is that in the public domain now? Does Gabe Kaplan still get any money? Is I, he still alive? He's still alive. Wow. Is it in the public domain? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love it when Scott gives me that. You're such a dumb fuck. <laughs> 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 Aren't you used to it by now? Uh, I am, actually. Uh, I but, am, Yeah, too. that show was on 40 years ago, so I was just kind of wondering if maybe it was in the public domain at this that's point, a, if, if anybody had any rights to it. I think it's a solid joke. I, I liked it. Okay. I don't even know what we're talking about. Because he was aging it. Yeah, that's it. You don't know Welcome Back, Connors? I, I knew where he was going. It's old, but it. he was aging it further. Yeah, you can so. go sell copies of I Love Lucy, too. Yeah. <laughs> public domain. All right. I know that show. Uh, Zuzu's Petals. <laughs> public domain. Sure. All right. Actually, it's not. It's not? What happened? They let it expire, but the, there was a copyright on the um, on the music tracks and on the original story. Oh, okay. So right. that's why it isn't on every station all the time anymore. Hmm. What show is this? Star Spangled Banner. Public domain. <laughs> <laughs> nah? Nah? Lots of Beethoven. All right. Uh, and uh, games, what do we got? Uh, we've got some good stuff coming out this week, actually. Um, if you like indie games, Super Time Force Ultra... It's coming out on PC. It was on the uh, Xbox Arcade for a while exclusively. And uh, the Metro games, Metro 2033 and Metro uh, Last Light, fantastic games. They went and made a combo pack now and redid all the graphics and the shooting mechanics and made it really, really good instead mm-hmm. of just really good. Mm-hmm. It's on uh, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So that one looks... That, uh, those are two really, really good games. If you like uh, post-apocalyptic... Uh, post-nuclear wasteland kind of style games. Who doesn't? I know, right? I for that. And uh, it, it's those are really cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Infamous Second Son has some new DLC coming out this week called First Light. What's, what's DLC? Download the content. Thank, oh, okay. Thank you, Carrie. Yeah, okay. yeah. There's a band in the 90s. I don't 90s. get the jogging. So it's like when you have the Batman game, you can download a different costume for Batman. That's from some, the internet? From the internet. That's some DLC right that's there. That's a DLC example for you. Serve up that DLC. <laughs> and then uh, for all you sports ball fans, Madden 15 comes out yeah. this week. Yeah. I played it at San Diego, and that shit was fun. Really? They actually made the Raiders decent in this game. <laughs> I, was, I was excited. Still got my ass whooped, but I was excited. When you throw the ball and he goes in the end zone, how many points do you get this year? Six. Oh, okay. That doesn't change. <laughs> it doesn't change. Oh, do- oh. no. Mm. <laughs> but no, they. All right, you guys, man, 15. All right, shut up. No. Fuck you, Jimmy. They, they, the game was, that game was awesome. They, they, they got coach reactions now. Is, the is, black players whoa, get faster. Whoa, whoa. The white players throw even harder. You know why I play games? Huh. For the coach's reaction. <laughs> but it's cool because, like, that's a bullshit call. Like, all of a sudden, Jim Harbaugh was bad. Is the Madden game 
curse still a thing? Have you heard yeah, about uh, this? Like it the is. guy on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's Madden. I think it's, it's NCAA, it? I thought. No, uh, I it's, thought Madden. It was, it's Madden. I thought Madden. it was Madden. Or, Madden. or committing murder. <laughs> it's If you wind up on the cover of the game for Madden, then something bad is going to happen. Something bad's going to happen I would say it's died down. Um, yeah. For a while, a couple years though, for, it was it, consistent. For, yeah, it was I don't know the Michael Vick cover of fourteen seemed pretty real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was pretty consistent for like a good eight or yeah. nine years. Yeah, yeah, they either get injured or go to jail, uh-huh. or both. It was weird. I know my sports ball stuff sometimes. Sports good ball. job, Carrie. Sports ball. Think- I'm a boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anything else before we go? Oh, huh? Yes. Uh, movie night. Movie night got, is next coming week. up. It's free. Right. Yes. Uh, it's August 31st, I believe. It is. Is that yes. right? Sunday. Last Sunday yes. of every month. It's, uh, it, we're, well, we had our idea to do the whole Battle Royale. We're pushing off to next month. It's going to be a tribute to Robin Williams. We're going to show Popeye. Mm-hmm. Sing along. <laughs> Why not? And then we're going to show Hook. Uh-huh. Hook? Yeah. Hooks. Can they? Hook, have you seen the people that are really excited about Hook? Well, are they, really? Well, yeah. they'll be excited when they come to the theater and they're going to watch they will. Hook? Hook? Yeah. Hook is great. They're so excited about Hook. Are they? Oh, no, I'm dead serious. Serious. Me too. Really? I, I thought people of a certain age would like that, that movie. I like Hook. I was so wrong. I will I'm, not lie and say I don't. Yeah. I'm looking I forward it. to I'm, I'm looking forward huh? to watching it in a theater Dude, again. Bang around. To watch the cinematic genius of Hook? It's going to be so fun. All right. So come. come. It will be a surprise. Ruby Cinema Pub, uh, 5 p.m. is when we'll start it up. Yes. Give or take. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it's free. Yeah, it's free. Tip your, uh, tip your wait staff. Buy a beer and a burger. Yeah. Free 99. Keep, uh, keep the lights on. Yeah. There you go. All right. Anything else before we go? Mr. Uh, B, if you would. Hey, the ham, I want to draw a classy picture of you to get your ass up in the air. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> 